2: Hello there, my very good friends on today's wrestling news. Charlotte Flair
3: doesn't give a damn what you think. I'm going to tell you the real reason Frankie Kazarian left AEW. We have major uncertainty over the WWE Stars contract. And a major update on AEW Fight Forever. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Oh, uh, let's
2: kick things off by talking about Charlotte Flair. She's so, back. She's back and she's in the title
3: feud. Of course.
2: Um, which has understandably uh, created some Online discussion, shall we say? That is um, very diplomatic. Andy I'm Murray. a very diplomatic man. I should be a politician. <laughs> Actually, I should. That would be awful. But you know, like Charlotte Flair. People have opinions on Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. It's safe to say. And after a couple of days of people going, why is Charlotte in this feud with Asuka? Why is she getting a shot at the women's title, the new women's title after it was revamped and reintroduced on Friday? Of course, this week. yeah. Charlotte finally responded on Sunday. She doesn't give a damn. She doesn't. <laughs> she, she posted. I think like, we're putting two and two together here a little bit, but it was. Almost certainly addressing the online discussion, mm-hmm. um, she posted the Triple H "Me and My Friend Mark" promo. Of course, that's the one he I cut. Well, yeah, that's the one he cut in July 2014, and it was kind of supposed to be like a jab at people complaining about WWE programming, but tuning in anyway. The thing about that promo is that WWE's audience is less than half what it was. So the Why stuff. did he do it? Yeah, like it was the biggest own goal in Triple H's history, legitimately, because he said that and then the audience just went poof. Okay, so I'll, it's all like, it good, It's like, okay, sure. Uh, so it's like an interesting thing for Charlotte to post, right? Because the meaning of that promo has come to represent something else uh, nine years later. <laughs> um, but. Charlotte Flair, man, where do you begin with analysing her situation?
3: Like It's difficult because like I had it all figured out a couple of years back where my yeah, stock answer was, yes, it's annoying. Yes, she can be annoying, but she would have everyone's best match. Then there was a period sort of like uh, last year into uh, into early this year where you were like, oh, she doesn't even have that. Now she's just automatically getting title matches and yeah. title reigns out left, right and centre. And they're just sort of going, right, we'll just rack this up and have you beat your dad's record effectively. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, this really has gone off the rails. And then she had an absolute ripper with Rhea Ripley at <laughs> WrestleMania. So there's a bit of me that's like, eh? If you bring her back and she has a banger with Asuka, then fine. And, and if she this, puts her over. Yeah, if this is a way to, to, to change up what you're doing with Bianca Belair, perhaps. Because that's obviously was all wrapped into it, where Postman Pierce was like, don't worry, you're next in line. Wait a second, Charlotte Flair's <laughs> here. But, yeah, it is a bit... Well, it's, I was, When she came back, I, I was sat there watching it, right, going... What do you do with her? Because you've had her come back and be like, Yay, I'm back, I'm Charlotte Flair. And then she has a title reign. You've had her come back and be like, Yay, I'm Charlotte Flair. And everyone goes, boo. And then she has a title reign. I feel like you need to do something different with that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully it's like you say, she comes back, puts over Asuka, and then it's like, and now we've got this completely other, different thing for Charlotte Flair.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be really curious... To learn what our viewers think of this yeah. whole situation like let us know in the comments section what would you do differently with charlotte flair what do you think of her current like uh, pathway her like receiving these title shots and the perception that she just comes back and gets title mm. shots and all this stuff. I think that a lot of you know, some people say some way harsh stuff yes. about Charlotte Flair online, right? It's not her fault that um, she gets put in these spots. Like, she's look, off. Yeah, if if I was her and they were like, hey, we're going to give you another cool thing, I'd be like, damn right, let's go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let us know. Like, what would you do differently? Because there is definitely a lot of fan backlash uh, whether she's playing face or heel. Uh, it's not her fault, and it's kind of a shame, in my opinion, in that regard. But oh, yeah, I'd chime
3: in. Absolutely, uh, and I'll move on now from WWE to AEW. Frankie Kazarian was one of the first guys in their first ever tag team champion, of course. Mm-hmm. They uh, were the first the
2: act introduced at that press conference. They were they? with with Conrad.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, but now Frankie Kazarian, of course, is in Impact Wrestling. He's on a multi year deal in well he left he left aw january and subsequently signed in a multi-year deal with impact wrestling uh, but he was talking on the kurt angle show who's Hello.
2: that
3: <laughs> if you like wrestling podcasts it's one of the best ones out there except for ours, of course. Uh, He's been (laughs) talking about it. He said, I still had two years left on my contract when I left. It just became apparent to me that what I like and what I appreciate about pro wrestling uh, and the way I like it presented was not happening at AEW. And that is not an indictment at them. It's just what they perceive as good television wrestling and what I do are different things. He continued, "Uh, I feel that I have so much more to offer than what I was being utilized for at AEW. So I bet on myself and I made the decision to walk away and I'm thankful I did. It's by far the best decision. I could have made. Always love it Good when people him. bet on you bet on themselves. Bet on yourself, uh, and great things can happen. But uh, you know, this isn't a dig necessarily. At AEW. I think uh, for a fair few people, it can be said, kind of got lost in the shuffle when they started bringing more and more and more people yeah. in. Uh, certainly, sort of sort of AEW originals, if you want to call them that. Um, But yeah, Frankie Xerian, there's a great interview with him on our channel, uh, with Simon Miller from a a few weeks back, and I'm I'm never going to have a go at a wrestler uh, when they do say, you know what, I could just sit here and collect a paycheck, but that's not what I want to do.
2: Yeah, like, I I always respect stuff like this. This this isn't representing what I want to do in the sport, so I'm going to try elsewhere. I think he said something else as well along the lines of, like, he'd signed... He had like two years left on this deal mm-hmm. when he left, and he just signed a new one, and he was like, ah. So that takes balls to walk away from guaranteed yeah. money in a guaranteed contract. We know money. that
3: TK, his strategy is, oh, if you don't want to work, but you just don't want to get paid, yeah. you know, we'll utilize you in other ways, but we're never going to fire you. Yeah,
2: he's not out of here like, cutting people uh, outside of extenuating circumstances. Yes. So if Frankie Kazarian goes, hey, I would like to explore other opportunities, fair play. Um, I think yeah, SCU were utilised really well early in AEW, yep. for sure. First tag team champions. Those early trios matches were great as well. But, like, when they went separate, when they split up and everything else, and, and Frankie had his run as the Bullet Club Hunter, I can absolutely see where he's coming from. Yes. Um, it felt he, like it was
3: an obvious storyline, and
2: then he just Yeah, he was really over. Like... That's the thing people forget about the Bullet Club Hunter thing. He was, not the Bullet Club Hunter, Elite Hunter, Hunter. sorry. Be, yeah. yeah, I'm getting confused with Yoshi Tatsu.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry, Frankie. Uh, but this stuff was really over. Like he was coming out in a largely popless era because it was still kind of in the throw of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the hoodie, beating up the elite, getting these pops, man. He was like over. And then it kind of didn't go anywhere. He lost, yeah, like you said, he lost to Doc Gallows. Yeah, it
3: felt like, it felt like, oh, okay, I know, I see where this goes. He beats everyone in the Elite, and he finally faces, Omega was champion, Omega? and obviously, and he and it was like, oh, just close, but doesn't obviously yeah. beat him, but it's a good sort of feud for them to have. And then it was like, okay, first sort of step on that road, let's fight Gallows. Oh, you've lost.
2: <laughs> yeah, they kind what? of cut
3: off the knees.
2: Um, but hey, like, I respect Frankie a lot. Yeah. I, and uh, this
3: is... Good dude. This, yeah, good dude across the board. And uh, yeah, thank you. And if you want to see that video, by the way, it's check our old previous videos. If you want to be notified whenever our new videos come out, subscribe, ring the bell, and it'll pop up in your notification. Thank
2: you so much for doing that. Thank it really you. does help us. Appreciate you. Anyway, let's roll over to uh, WWE again, give an update on a WWE star's yeah. contractual status. Elias, what's going on with this chap? Well, no one seems to know is the <laughs> thing. Um, so Fightful Select have come out with a new report on this. And it was reported by some other outlets, like in late 2022, that Elias's contract was set to expire. Now, Elias has been on TV since then. So Fightful did some digging and went, hey, WWE, has this guy signed a new deal? What's going on? Has he signed an extension? No answer, Ooh. no word back. So I think this is pretty curious. This is, some, this is a, a, a rope that's worth tugging on, I think. Mm. Um, Elias was last on TV. It was the 15th of May episode of Raw. He's not been around since then. No, but not been on any house shows since then. He was in that battle royal. His last singles match was a squash loss to Omas. Uh doing stuff
3: with Boogs, wasn't he? Yeah.
2: I as well, like he's been kind of farting around here and there and everywhere. Um, but he's had a pretty sporadic year, I think, including house shows. He's only had like twelve matches or something like that. So uh weird situation. Guy's thirty-five, he's been in WWE since like two thousand and fourteen, something like that. Like he's actually been in the company for quite yeah. a while when you think about it. Um We'll see what, what occurs with this gentleman. I've always thought he was kind of like a fun mid-card presence. Yeah.
3: It's kind of a limited gimmick, but when it's been over, it's been really over. Yeah, if something was one of those things that would be hugely over in the attitude here, for example. Yeah. Like, it just it would have worked more back then, I feel. I, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't really care about a license contract. I want to know what's going on with Ezekiel's. That's all I care about. No details what on we,
2: uh, Ezekiel, unfortunately. I think
3: it, Elias is really one of those people, and you could we could make a, a ten point. There's probably people who suffered the sort of spiral that was right. Triple H is in charge. Actually, Vince is in charge. Actually, it's mainly Triple H, but Vince still, you know, gives yeah. his two penneth on a on a Monday evening, basically before Raw. I think Elias has just been lost, lost in all that, and yeah, I can genuinely believe that creative right now has nothing for him. But yeah, I hope I hope they do eventually because. Yeah, I, I'll never forget that. Him and Kevin Owens, I can't remember where they were, but getting booed for like eight minutes straight just for saying, oh, this basketball team sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's,
2: it's classic. It's a
3: fun stuff. gimmick. And uh, yeah, the Ezekiel stuff, I'm not finished with that just yet.
2: You're not finished? Okay. I'm, All right. You're Braun Strowmaning it. Yeah. I respect it.
3: Uh, Right, let's bring you another update on AEW Fight Forever. It gets released at the end of this month, of course, on the 29th of June. And Fightful Select uh, has done a big update on the game ahead of its release. Uh, A bit of a mixed bag. On the positive side of things, uh, Fightful says that people who've already played it think it's going to be a success due to the uh, playability and multiplayer aspects. You've probably seen loads of clips doing their hands on social media. I know loads of stuff has been, I don't know if it's been purposefully leaked or accidentally leaked on Twitter, but I've seen loads of the game with, you know, skateboarding and fire extinguishers and blood and all that. There's a lot of blood. (laughs) Yeah, and there's loads of Easter eggs apparently in the game as well, including sized-based characters and weapons, but they're not all easy to find and there is uh, two finishes to the exploding barbed wire death match stipulation including one stunning brutal explosion and a dud similar to Revolution 2021 that's funny Um, Mini games of course are part of it Kenny Omega um, was very insistent Uh, he played a key role in developing this game very insistently included it Uh, and in getting involved uh, the guy behind WWF No Mercy and WCW NWO Revenge I'm going to mess this up Getter, just call him Getter. Getter, a.k.a. Hideyuki Iwashita. I think so. I've never actually
2: heard uh, the name pronounced out loud. The guy behind the the fun game. Hideyuki Iwashita, maybe? I'm not sure. Let us know, correct us, because we are buffoons,
3: Um, as we've already established. Uh, the creation street Street, street and suite uh, has been described as limited and not expansive. That's drawn a bit of internal criticism. Uh, and there's a bit of a uh, complaint about story mode with repetitive clothing involved in other characters who feature in this mode. Uh, look, there's been a lot of bad faith actors on this online. Andy saying, this doesn't look like actual Never. television. Um oh, a
2: video game doesn't look like actual television. But, but it,
3: it's one of those where, it, it, I, for me, I think it comes down to the gameplay. Yeah. Like, yeah. people weren't saying, for example, and I don't want to do a, what, what's better, this or this, although inevitably it's going to happen, right? People weren't saying, yeah, I mean, 2K glitches all the time, but um, it looks good. Yeah, like...
2: I, it's usual a lot of silly online stuff with this thing I think that the 2K games are great but the reasons that those games are great like AEW and their development should not be able to copy those no, games. right? we've got that game. Yeah, like the Fight Forever should be good in a different way. 2K is great because it's like, it's a deeper simulation style of gameplay. Like the creation suite is insane. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff that people pump out of there, like the, some of the CAW creators are just really talented. I was going to
3: say, if you want to play as Ke- Kenny Omega, realistic Kenny Omega on a computer game, just get <laughs> 2K doubled. and get someone who's done that. Put them yeah. in the other companies. Whereas here. this is like, all right, what if you wanted Chris Statland to have a skateboard match with Darby Alley. Yeah, like, this should... and Ollie in the middle of it.
2: Exactly. They should be going for something different. They shouldn't be trying to copy 2K. So, to me, comparing the two uh, and using that as a way of going, well, this sucks because it's not that. It's kind of not the, the best way to approach this. For me, uh, the best version of the fight forever is a fun... Just simple, addictive arcade experience that's a little bit silly. Yeah. Um, so if it can scratch that itch, for me, I'd be very happy with that. Um, I've got the, the simulation, the deep, complex creation, the story mode, all that stuff over here. Give me just some silly arcade mm. over here, and I'll be can happy. Could you
3: Molotov cocktails in this game? I hope so. I, I believe I read that, although... That might be a, a I don't know John Moxley Easter egg or something. They gu- I guarantee there's going to be a press X to bleed as John Moxley in yeah, that yeah. game. There's a shortcut. Just boom, boom, boom.
2: yeah. I do. That is quite funny though that they've put the two finishes in for the barbed bar- wire Like yeah. I, the,
3: I appreciate that they they're not just going. No, 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 no that never happened. Yeah. They just
2: just. And as far as some of the concerns go, like repetitive clothing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I I've okay. still not
3: finished Spider-Man, Andy. I mean, I'm never going <laughs> to get around to it. Morales, nope. oh, okay! <laughs> the first one. No spoilers, guys. Don't tell me what happens. This... But yeah, I don't don't try and be the second best copy of something else. Be the Pew. first original best you. Inspiration. That's right. There I'm coming for Jake Humphrey's spot now he's left beating. Yeah, sport. Eat it, Jake. Nice of him to make the Champions League final. All about him. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. In more effort than the Man City fans at the <laughs> final whistle. What coaches are we doing on Twitter? <laughs> Uh, And on our YouTube community page as well. Uh, Shout out to Stephen Maltz, who gives us our first question of the day. Cheers, Stephen, who writes, uh, With the news that Roosh has severed any contractual connections in Mexico, who would you guys like to see him face at Forbidden Door?
2: Big Tom. There you go. Uh, Yeah, there's still a bit of doubt over whether or not Roosh will make make the show uh, even following the news of his AAA contract and him and his dad quitting or whatever the details of it were uh, but like him and Big Tom would <laughs> just kick so much ass yeah. like Tomohiro Ishii for those of you uh, who maybe don't understand my stupid nicknames I use to <laughs> people uh, it's kind of perfect because Roosh is such a psychopath and an asshole and a crazy
3: man and um, Big Tom kind of is- lost his way a bit didn't he and then he came I just realized oh i just stop Killing people. This is the
2: Roosh story in a lot of ways. Sometimes you'll watch him and go, "Is this guy even trying?" Yeah. And then you'll have like the Brian Danielson match. he will be like, "Oh, he's the best wrestler alive." Um, Beat a piss out <laughs> of jungle boy the other week as well. Yeah, he's a brutal bugger. And uh, Big Tom
3: is the most sympathetic bowling ball in the world. So they go- really hope Jose the assistant on the uh, AW. Fight I hope he takes his shirt off. Uh, yeah, press X to take your shirt off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> John, <Yeah. laughs> everyone's got a special move. John Moxley bleeds. Jose the assistant takes his shirt off. Matt Hardy owns a contract, or someone else Talk has his contract. On television.
3: Yeah. Um, Toriano. I just want to see Toriyano on the card so I'm getting him in one way or another I'll just insist every single time you suggest someone I'm going to say Toriano. imagine how angry Roosh would be wrestling I don't game. want to buy your DVD mate <laughs> Yano
2: needs to be on the show yes. they messed up last year yeah that
3: that, like that. You, like you say you, there's, uh, there's the obvious like Orange Cassidy side of things you want to do that I don't think they're going to do that but yeah someone like, if, even if you just go Jericho him pitching a fit, like just no, I'm the one who cheats. Like, oh, my God. Daddy magic. And, oh, <laughs> oh i myself into there it, you guys. Go. Jericho Appreciation
2: Society versus Chaos. Yano and some mates. There you go. Boom, boom. Awesome. Shake the room. Uh,
3: Mark Lee Willis gives us our second question of the day. Cheers, as always, for getting to us, Mark. Uh, although I think it's best all around uh, for everyone involved to amicably sort things out for the betterment of AEW, <laughs> is it not fair to expect CM Punk to apologise in the ring-slash-scrum as surely... <laughs> Mark's a good point here Surely it has to be as loud as the disrespect I can't remember remember who said that Andy It's not going to happen is it It's not going to happen
2: He's a very headstrong Mm. Pardon me stubborn stubborn man That's part of what makes him him Um, Should he apologise Well Does he think he was in the wrong Is the first question I don't know the answer to that So me personally If I felt, if I was in the shoes of the I'm being diplomatic again. This is a Very new Very good. Uh, if I'm in the shoes of the elite, and I'm Kenny Omega. Careful, um, they might explode. Yeah. They're in their shoes. <laughs> well, there you go. Exploding Jordans, baby. Uh, I'm sitting there. This guy just starts saying, I can't manage to target all of this stuff.
3: Not share his muffin.
2: Yeah. And then they go back, they go to the locker room, and did they barge him? Like, various words have been used. I'm sick of this story. Yeah, me too, man. And, like, <laughs> I tried to get Larry out or whatever Kenny did and I got bit by this guy's mate and he punched my mate. Oh, Larry's biting me. Wait a yeah. second, like, that's a
3: human. I think it is very reasonable for those people to expect an apology, 100%. And I think um, it's very reasonable for that, that CM Punk should get an apology from them because it's their fault. There you go, balance. <laughs> 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 balance. I will say, uh,
2: as always, I... Because I don't want to be interpreted as some kind of... Some person, like, culture warring here. No. Because it's the elite p- fans versus CM Punk fans a lot of the time. I'm a fan of both of them. I really like CM Punk's work. I, I, I'm I glad he's going to be back on yes. television. But also, did some bad stuff. So, I think the elite are very entitled to expect some kind of recourse.
3: And I will always be grateful to CM Punk, because he's the reason I don't have to watch AW Rampage anymore. <laughs> Thanks. One more week. Oh no, no, that's you're it. off. Dubbed you're up. off. I finished. Damn. And what a what an episode of Rampage it was on Friday. That sure was an episode of Rampage. What called dressing it podcast? Was one hour I long. Today. I haven't
2: watched it yet. Actually, I took you... a couple of days off, and I was like wrestling detox.
3: That is that's me on Wednesday, baby. i yeah. um, holiday Terry detox. all the way. <laughs> terry. Uh, terry loves yogurt. Right. Final question today comes from Ernest Guca, who says. Uh, hey, was recently playing Monopoly with friends and would you wondered, could you do a wrestling-style Monopoly board? <laughs> All major pro- promotions, pay-per-view included, and weekly TV shows. Oh, oh man. I tell you what, you're going to have more than one go-to-jail um, square on that. Go-to-jail,
2: go-to-wCW.
3: <laughs> I think that could be fun,
2: though, couldn't yeah, it? That's great. Like You could have Titan Towers as a place. You could have Daly's Place, like various others, but Madison Square Garden. Chants and community
3: chess could be interesting. Oh
2: man, that's a great
3: idea. I would 100% buy that. Some wrestlers of yours have fought backstage following a breast scrum. <laughs> Take six pieces off the board, what? You land on the Tokyo
2: Dome spot, but if you don't have five stars, you go back to the beginning. <laughs> There's so much you could do.
3: I tell you what, in the comment section, <laughs> right, here's one for you what's Park Lane and more importantly possibly what's Old Kent Road is that the cheapest and that's the most the expensive in, I think so or Mayfair I don't know it's been oh, years since God. I've played Monopoly this, I'm that's absolutely one. goated at Monopoly though oh. I take no prisoners. Pay cash gang right here oh, I'll still get money mate <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be the banker i just go hey. <laughs> cheers man <laughs> oh uh, what have you got there Andy I've just signed a new TV deal so I'll be taking half of this
2: hey Thank you for joining
3: us. Yes. Oh yes, sorry. That's the last that's the last bit, isn't it? Yeah, we're done though. Bye. See you later.